Time for some Wheel Nerds. What is that? Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 147. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And $50,000. What? I need to borrow some money. <laughs> what? Well, my daughter's almost three, and you know, I like three is close to five, and at five I can buy a fancy sidecar. So I'm good. I need some money. So we've ta- you've had this discussion with the wife. Five is don't change the subject. I, <laughs> what are you going to get for fifty thousand dollars? I anything I want <laughs> is the short answer to that question. Do, is there something concrete that you want? Not really. I'm thinking something fancy Just, touring bike with a Hannigan on it. Um, fifty thousand know. dollars. Well, I figure I can get then you know two because I have two kids and you my wife get can two ride side one. Car rigs. Did, did, hear me out. My wife can ride one with one kid in it, and then I can ride the other with the other kid in it. This is sensible. Have you talked to her about this? Don't change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, so, okay? So a twenty-five thousand dollar rig. Two of them. two of them. Yes. Oh yeah, twenty. Mm-hmm. I think this has legs. I mean, you know, big family cars are fifty grand if you buy the luxury car. Um, you know, <laughs> this makes sense, right? <laughs> Hear me out. If you, I, and if you back one into the garage and forward the other one into the garage, uh-huh. the two will line up like Tetris pieces, yeah. and they'll fit in the space of one car. So you'll still keep the car. So you have the car and two sidecar rigs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll need one car. So when is she going to ride the sidecar rig? When we go places. Uh, yeah? Going to go places? Yeah. All the time. See, see yourself doing that? Yeah, you and, you and the family going to places? Yeah, all the time? Traveling sure, together as a pack? Yeah? Going on a good little family time? You're little family shattering adventure. my dreams. Little, little tiny family adventure? <laughs> Good shattering my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got to be better than the assholes I usually ride with. <laughs> they can't see me looking, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Fifty thousand dollars. No, I don't. I don't know what you think, but no. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, I probably would have said no at this point anyway. But um, so so five five is the five is the the uh, carte blanche to go and get a sidecar. And you're going to get like a you're thinking a built up rig. I'm thinking a built up rig. Yeah, I you know because I could I could hack the strong and I could still do that. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing stopping me from doing that. But I'm do you like, want to hack the strong? Hey, that's part of the question is, do I want to hack this drum? I don't know. Because, like, if I'm going to ride it for a long time, I really, you know, I'm really, I have an ass groove a mile deep in that Strom. Like, I've got it where I want it yeah. to travel on yeah. kind of thing. But do you want but, to change that by putting a sidecar on it? That's, yeah, and that's kind of the thing is I'm like, the Strom is kind of a shitbox at this point. You know, it's it's a it's a shitbox that will run until time stops yeah, yeah. and run great. But it's, you know, it's not like a fancy thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, do you want to bolt a $20,000 Fifteen thousand dollars sidecar onto onto a, onto a fifteen hundred dollar bike. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and here we see, and here we see the problem inherent in the system. Um, yes. And therein lies the problem. Yeah. You know. And then I think about like you know, 
wouldn't it be nicer to have a nice super fair touring bike you know, yeah, yeah. Or, or a rocket or oh, something? Yeah, yeah. 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 Touring bike for comfort. Yeah. Rocket because rocket. Yeah. <laughs> because rocket. You can have a comfortable touring rocket. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it will get there really, really, <laughs> really fucking fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe let, let's dive in the classifieds and see if we can find you your rocket. Ah, maybe we can. Maybe we can find me something good. Maybe we can. Probably no. Probably not. <laughs> Classifies yeah. we find seems unlikely. Here we go. <clears throat> bike for sale. Hey, good start. Five hundred dollars. It's a GS. Hey, bike year is two thousand eight, but actual sell date something something two thousand ten with only six miles. <laughs> Why do you need to know that? <laughs> Current mileage on bike is twenty nine oh seven. There's a giant. Routine. Wait, wait, wait. With six miles, current mileage is twenty nine oh seven. Does not run. <laughs> Perfect learning bike. That needs some TLC and new starter. Engine well, you, on bike works like if, new. If you need to learn to sit on it and duck walk, it would yeah, be perfect. Yeah. Needs new plastic mirrors and some paint and a few other minor parts, like the entire top half of the bike. I bought the bike to work on, but haven't had time to do so. Looking for a new owner who would like a parts bike or a beginning bike. A 200cc perfect as a starter bike. If you're someone who enjoys and has free time to work on bikes, then this is a perfect bike for you. Chump. So it's a leaf on, it looks like. Yes. Yes. Always always an excellent choice of bike. A leaf on GS. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. What Look, happened there? Severely rusted out uh, Look, bottom and a smashed shit top. It's an exploded side view. <laughs> yes. Well, um... Because, you know, it, yeah, yep. it's an exploded side. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not a uh, not a bargain. Wow. The, 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 the whole the leafons, you know, wow. it's, it's like insert your favorite. It, it always amuses me how the Chinese manufacturers try to like switch names faster than their bad reputation can catch up with them, or buy new names. Yeah, yeah, like Benelli. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Theoretically, Benelli is still run by Italians and built by Chinese, I guess. Yeah, and owned by the Chinese. It's like, how can we get lower down the the chain than the bargain Italian bike, bargain Chinese bike? Yeah, yeah. the five hundred. No, that's not. No. I don't think that's no. going. No. Hey, we have a cafe racer. Oh, I thank God! I love that. these. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> fond of these. Favorite bike. These are my faves. Uh, what? Project Cafe Racer with 6.5 Honda JR Junior Dragon Motor. What? Is that chain? That appears to be a platform with a kid's ATV motor in it. (laughs) Attached to a horribly construed pile of parts bike. Oh, you have... It's got a title. I give them... So for what? The, the, the metal steel plate that's currently <laughs> it's chained for, to the bottom of it holding the motor? It's for the front forks. Uh, <laughs> yes, for the left front fork. Yes. $275. Firm. Firm. <laughs> Don't try to talk me down on this bike. So I got to give whoever built this bike credit. Um, this is one where you really need the picture to fully appreciate the wonders of it. Oh my! It God. appears to have the swing arm of something sporty. A seat that appears to be just made from like wood and vinyl stretched over it. A uh-huh. battered ass cruiser tank. Uh-huh. A, With a frame hole? from 
I don't know what. That looks like a bullet hole. I don't know. Could be. Someone shot it. A frame of who knows what and the front forks of some, um, you know, like upright sport bike. Um, All inexplicably together. Sport bike swing arm. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I also noticed that the engine does appear to be on a, a hoist of some sort. Yeah. It's, it's, It's being supported, not by the bike. (laughs) <laughs> and it looks like a ATV lawnmower kind of engine. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure it runs great. It runs great. On, it's got a license plate. They licensed this thing. The 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 well, they have a license plate on it. They have it. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. There's another one too, where the the pile of junk in the background is, is as much fun as the bike. No cat in this one, unfortunately. This this is a about a bench. Yeah. With weights. Mm-hmm. So he oh, no, there is a cat. I lied. Where's the cat? Cat's behind the bench. Oh, yeah, there's a cat. Cat in the background. Yeah, yep. there's a cat. Crazy, crazy background cat biker is at it again. Wow. Yep. There's another little tiny bike up ahead of it. Yep. Yep. That's where the motor came from. <laughs> okay, that's not going to work. Uh, that's, that's not that's, this, that's, this dog don't hunt. That's a thing. On we go. Honda right. Shadow. Honda oh. Shadow for trade for me. <laughs> Trading a Honda <laughs> Shadow for a minivan. Oh, well, you know, I, I give him I give him props for being responsible. Oh, I have a Honda Shadow 500 in excellent condition, like new, and very low miles, garage kept. Looking to trade for a good running van or SUV? Text me at blah 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 blah. Now, it's, it's a Shadow 500, which is a pretty old Shadow. Uh-huh. The thing is fucking immaculate. Yeah, it's got you know, with green, green underglow, ground effects. Yeah. But like, look at the bike. There's the seat, the, the paint, everything. This looks... is this has got to be like an '80s, you know, maybe early '90s bike. But the thing is in incredible shape. It's been well taken care of. Yeah, but you can hear it now. You can hear it. Hear it, packet. Baby's coming. I need a. I need a, a minivan. It could also be that he's just like you know I can't ride because I'm you know changing diapers all the time and you got I'm really that, you got that sick of this small car. You get rid of that thing. I feel for this guy. I've been this guy. You got that guy. Wasn't a shadow. <laughs> but, you know, I can see you know you got you got maybe maybe he's got another bike around the corner. Maybe he's got a rat bag strom around the corner, and he's got to get rid of his other bike to you know pay off some bills because kids are coming. That would be a responsible adult thing to do, right? What's it like to die on the inside? I'm cool. Yeah, you're cool. I'm hip. You're hip. Yeah. Yeah, you feeling I'm it? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Is that a little bit of baby drool on your shoulder? That would not surprise me. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I've been at this for a while. Oh yeah, here you go. Eighty-five Honda Shadow, yeah. sixteen thousand on the. That's a that's a it's a little steep for an eighty-five, but it is an immaculate eighty-five. Yeah. Wow. I give him tremendous credit for having it in that great shape all this time. Yeah. You put Good it on him. Put a little tiny sidecar on that. Take the family out on an adventure. Go to really slowly. Park. Really slowly. <laughs> Screw a little bit of What are you doing with his voice? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, got, you got hopes and dreams. Uh-huh. I just want to talk about them. Uh-huh. See how they go. Okay. Keep them all going for you. Thanks, Chad. Stoke those fires. Yeah. <laughs> this thing could could move your sidecar. That could me hold my word. Now, go ahead and read this and guess my favorite part of this. Boeing T-50 jet turbine powered Honda Magna. 
Maybe you aren't Jay Leno and you can't afford a Y2K turbine motorcycle, but you have this crazy desire to listen to the wine and smell the burning Jet A or diesel fuel while you're cruising down the road. Well, here's your answer. This is a Boeing T50 jet turbine-powered Honda Magna. It's for sale on eBay and he's asking $7,000. The T50 has 300 pounds of thrust, 400 with an afterburner. The motorcycle is thrust-driven but can be converted to wheel-driven. The builder seems to be the real deal. He previously built a turbine-powered Porsche. I'm guessing he spends a lot of quality time in the garage. The Honda is a lot cheaper than the Y2K and probably a lot faster than the Pulse Jet bike. Just be careful what's behind you when you spin it up. Thanks for the tip, Nicholas. Guess what my favorite part about this is? What's your favorite part? It is driven by thrust. That is kind of cool. <laughs> There's no chain. There's no belt. What drive is it? Direct, strictly speaking. Do you see the giant jet engine on it? That's what drives it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. What happens is air comes out the back extremely fast and hard. And if somebody tailgates you, then it will melt their paint off. You know that scene in Torque where the woman's dress gets blown up by the bike? It's like that. Yeah, except this, this is case, it. the bo- dress would catch on fire. <laughs> and the woman would catch on fire. Admittedly, be a lot less cool. <laughs> oh, only Well, to her, maybe. But to me, it would still be really pretty goddamn cool. <laughs> Yeah, except look at the size of the tank on this thing. So this has the original. So it has the original Honda Magna tank, which was not noted for its great mileage in the first place. Uh-huh. So what you're going to get is, whoa! Coast, 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 coast. I you think coast, you coast really far. far yeah. <laughs> you're going long places. As long as you don't hit a red light, you're good. Yeah, you hit a red light, you are fucked. <laughs> it's over. Red light, you're done. Thank you. Thank you and good night. What do you get at that bike? Oh, seven feet to the tank. <laughs> seven feet to a gallon. <laughs> oh, you know, about about <laughs> about forty newtons to the gallon. <laughs> you can make it wheel driven, but why would you? <laughs> I've calculated the amount of delta V I need to get to work. <laughs> This bike has a purpose. That backrest is not for uh, not for jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I've made bad choices. So that's our that's debatable. <laughs> Put a sidecar on this baby. No, we're just going in a circle. <laughs> the only reason a regular sidecar bike works is the wheel rolls. <laughs> A thrust-based one would just spin in a circle. Unless you put a thruster on the outboard end of the sidecar. What if you put the sidecar on the left side of the bike so that the, the thrust is in the middle? Well, yeah. If you put the thrust at the center of mass of the bike, it would work yeah, fine. Yeah. Turning it would be a... Ooh, I don't... I, actually, I don't really know how this is going to turn anyway. <laughs> let's, let's be perfectly honest. You, you... You'd actually have to... If you really uh, wanted to, you know... I mean, if you're doing straight thrust-based turning, you'd have to, you know, spin the ass end of the bike around and gun it. You, what you have to do is you wait f- to run out of gas, and mm-hmm. you're in coast mode. Mm-hmm. And then you can just... Then you can turn. <laughs> turn and lean yeah. as needed. Well, I... <laughs> During your propulsion, uh, you know, your primary jet mode. I'm reaching periapsis, which is now means it's time to burn! <laughs> Off. <laughs> you sit there, you're doing math on the tank. You're like, okay. 
this is in, just... in an hour and a half, I, I need to turn the bike in reverse, and I need to thrust for three seconds at 70% power, and then I will stop at my office. <laughs> this is essentially a NASA mission to ride this bike. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, you're like pilling up papers by John Glenn to operate <laughs> How do I do the thing where I man- where I where I rendezvous again? There's checklists. Uh, you're looking mm-hmm. at the time. You, you know, you want a nice launch window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need it as open as possible so that I don't hit anything bad on the way, such as red lights or other cars. <laughs> I like this. You need this. <laughs> and then you you push your passenger off the back, and you're like, "Sorry, first stage is over." <laughs> You actually have them hold a gas can in their lap and you pour it in and throw it up. <laughs> Parachutes jump out the back. <laughs> emergency stop. Well, you could probably actually stop it with the brakes if you were no longer under thrust. <laughs> we're in re-entry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like this thing. Good ideas. I like it. Made manifest. Uh, okay, you pulled up this one. Yes. This one is from uh, Shadytown, Utah. I okay. found this. Oh, it's a Honda BF. Ooh, Honda BFR 1200 FDC. Brand new dual clutch automatic sport turkey. For how turkey. much? For $223? That sounds like a great deal. We should continue reading. Okay. It's a brand new 2012 Honda BFR 1200 DCT with full factory warranty. Certainly not a track. This is one of the best sport touring bikes on the market mm-hmm. with a V4 engine and a six-speed automatic mm-hmm. dual-clutch transmission with yep. built-in battle shifters. Yep. If you have never ridden an automatic sport bike, you are missing nothing. Oh, no. You have been missing out. <laughs> <laughs> Honda's MSRP on this bike is $17,999. Uh-huh. We are blowing this thing out for only $11,999. Which strikes me as being a bit more than two twenty three. We have incredible financing options available. Ah, uh, yes. Can you, and you can ride out this... Amazing bike for only $223 a month on approved credit with zero down. Uh-huh. So this is a thing now. I found uh, more than one of these in the classifieds. They, they list the monthly payment. They list the monthly payment as the price. Because who would be stupid enough to think that's the actual price of this bike? Yeah. <laughs> this is hands down. And look, it's our favorite people. Oh, Honda World. Honda World, who in addition to being useless and dumb, (laughs) is also, it turns out, kind of shady. Kind of shady. This is, uh, this is not what I would call a, uh, a good, a good tactic. Well, I'm sure they would say, no one would think that's the... Oh, well, we were just trying to get your attention, and then we sat right in there, and it's Very useful to get... And also, do we want to get people in a financing deal that's not good? And, you know... Well, let's 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 face it. The people who are going to Honda World wear their hats backwards. Yes, and they're looking for side by sides. They want to know what the the monthly payment is. Uh, That's all they care about. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, not looking that far in the future to look mm, at like total cost. Sure, sure. They just want to know how much mom has to pay that month. I wonder what the total cost at two twenty three a month would be with zero down. What do you think? That's a that's a. Are you asking me the math? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that it's yeah, I'd, a bit. I'd say, I'll say this. This 223, I lifted 245 today at the gym. Mm. So that's mm. nothing. You're not even wearing a hat, and I can see I could, that it's backwards. I could just go do that. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 245. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
I, I did actually do that today. Yeah. I I'm, felt really good about it. I'm guessing that. that that comes out to somewhat more than twelve grand. Yeah, I'm sure. Even because um, you don't know, he doesn't say what the interest is. He doesn't say what oh, no, the return no, is. No, it's just do it. What do you month? For how long? And, is there still a thing that with motorcycles they tend to do it like credit card financing with like yes, 17, 16 percent rates? So, no, yes, fuck that. Do. Well, it's, they they do the credit card financing like well, it's zero percent for the first three years, and if you pay it off in that time, he's not even offering that. He's just yeah, like, he's like zero down. <laughs> Two hundred twenty-three dollars for the rest of your Save fucking huge life. huge in a brand new Honda. <laughs> right to the gym. All the bros would love it. Bro, bro, look at my new bike, bro. Bro, bro, look at my bike. Bro, 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 bro. bro your bike looks like a spaceship, bro. Bro, bro. <laughs> We're not very convincing, bros. Bro, where's the Japanese writing on that bike, bro? That's a good point, actually. Right, it's not a high What a douche bike. <laughs> Look at this. This bike is kind of nerdy. Look at this douche machine. <laughs> douche bike. Douche machine. This, this bike's not going to get you laid. No one's going to hop on it. How, where, stop how it. are you going to look sitting next to that bike at the Chevron? Uh, it's not going to look work. at that exhaust. There's not a there's not a sticker anywhere on it that is the name of a bike parts manufacturer uh, that makes like oil or, or nose pickers or whatever uh, the hell the other ones there's, are. There's no teenage girl gang on the back of that bike. Yeah. No. Yep. No. More sketchy oil ads needed. <laughs> Yeah, that one that one just sketched me right the hell out. Really, just because it's it's just such a such a weird shady yeah. like it's it's a the whole the whole like selling people what sounds like a great deal but is actually a really good way to get yourself in deep shit on credit thing. I thought we were kind of past that. Oh hell no! No, it's still a thing, oh, and it's a thing God, in a big no. way. Like I thought we were past it from things which are supposed to be like I don't know, like somewhat reputable people. You know, like, no. I expect, like, the creepy pawn shop and, you know, the, the check-cashing guys to do it, but, like... No, it's just... Every motorcycle dealership is still in the business of, like, the shady thing. You yeah. know, the car manufacturer's like, well, if you do financing with us and this, I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I have the financing. Give me the fucking car. Yeah, it's it's not... Yeah, no. It's it's alive and well. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. if, if, you know, especially if you don't have really a really good credit score, it's just, you're just sure. a bigger target that way. Yeah. I mean... And then you do have a good credit score, and it's you're like walking down the street. People are like, "Hey, hey you want uh, you want some money? Small business loan? Got some money? Money? Get some money? You want some money, right? Yeah, money. Yeah, I could go finance a new signed car if I wanted right now. Yeah, it's, lots it's, of people would be happy to give me money that I couldn't pay back. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't care because I paid everybody else back. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, but you know, stuff like this and the, the old. Did they stop doing? You would know this because you were in college much much later than I did. <laughs> Go on. When I went to college in the in the nineteen ninety, mm. um, credit card guys would line the quad handing out coolers if you said that was alive and well in ninety seven. Really, I thought it got outlawed. Understand that the entirety, the fucking entirety of the tran- of of Gen X and most of Gen Y. All came out of college with a fuck ton of credit card debt because of those guys. Yeah. Myself included. You get towels, you get water bottles. Oh, yeah. You Here's get, all your, you know, random shit and, you know, just sign up for a card. And then you get the card and you're like, wow, this is a, this is a card. I, 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 I could buy not. stuff with I this. did not. I oh, did, I did. I did not in sign. In a big way. Because, like, first day of orientation, I'm walking around the quad with my old man. And mm-hmm. he sees all that. And, hey, do you want a towel for that? And my dad's just like, never talk to these fuckers. 
I was yeah, like, I didn't why, get that. Dad? Why do you? No. I didn't <laughs> get that. <laughs> that like, would have been useful. You, you have one credit card, and I'm going to look at your statement every month to make sure you pay it off in full, or else we will have words. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't get that. Oh, I got that. That was pounded into me, like, from day one with the credit card. Yeah, that, that probably was for the better. Oh, yeah. Yes. Kids, financing. Do the math, even if it's hard. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah. If you can't afford the nice bike, you buy a shit box. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it just irks me. It irks me so much. And I, now, you know, being a parent now, I think about these fuckers starting to come after my kids, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm, I'm no longer just like annoyed by them the way I am when they come after me. Like I'm affronted, you know. Your kids like three. I know. They're not go- it's, You got, you got some time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't wait till Iris is ten. You're just going to be openly swinging at people. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Dad punch! Why? I was just ordering a pizza. <laughs> Iris turned 16. Todd's running into traffic to pull people out of cars and beat them up. <laughs> no, no. By then, by then I'll have her trained well enough and she'll be running out to beat them up. <laughs> Hey, pretty lady. Son of a... <laughs> hey, you running around on the back of my bike? <laughs> Honey, you don't need to hit him that hard. But, Dad, well, not know, that hard. <laughs> things going the way they go. By the time our daughters are old enough for that, they're going to think motorcycles are lame. They're going to think they're totally lame. <laughs> like, oh, motorcycles. My dad goes those. Let's go get in our Honda Civics with picnic tables on the back. Daughters, we are disappointed. <laughs> Why would you do that? Sophie's picking me up in her Civic. We're going to be crying on each other's shoulders. <laughs> Hear them coming my way. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, so, staying on the subject of shady bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got a friend of the show we were going to talk to. Okay, so uh, instead of our normal kind of industry guests this week... Motorcycle people. Motorcycle people. I've got a friend of mine on. Um, This is Ro from the Project Archivist podcast. Ah, the Weird Things podcast. The Weird Things podcast. We are are cross-pollinating. Yes. Mm. Well, I I actually do ride motorcycles, so I do have somewhat relevance here. You You can stay. He's yes. got a funny story about motorcycles because what we always talk about when we do the classifieds, we come across a bike that says no title. Oh, it's totally not stolen. Not stolen. Rose <laughs> here to tell us a, a personal antidote about that. So okay. Go ahead. Stop, Ro. All right. Um, this story could be titled one of two things. A, why not to acquire a motorcycle without a title or B, how to not steal a motorcycle. So uh, the story goes, I used to work for a company that delivered bread to nursing homes and schools. And the story actually begins uh, last winter going into spring. I was delivering bread to this particular nursing home and I would go there every day and they had a bike sitting in the um, little parking area, the little overhang, I guess you would call it. And it was covered up and it had been there for a long time. 
and it didn't look like it had been ridden or anything like that. So I walked into the kitchen um, after going there repeated times. Everybody there knew me. And I said, does anybody own that motorcycle that's been sitting outside forever? And they went, sir, um, the person who owned that motorcycle passed away several, several years ago. And we really don't even know how, you know, we don't know how to get in touch with the family or anything like that. That person's dead. I'm like, oh, well, you know. is there anything? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is there anybody I can get in touch with to buy the motorcycle or anything, you know, thinking maybe I could score a motorcycle for really cheap. I'm, I'm into project bikes. So, yeah, sure. Why not? The guy goes, well, hold on a minute. Let me go get the, uh, let me go get the hot guy that runs the place. So they come down. And the guy says, yeah, the person who owned that bike died a long time ago. So, uh, you know, we're just going to throw the thing into the dumpster or whatever. If you want it, sure, go ahead and take it. I'm like, huh? Take a motorcycle? Okay. And what was this bike? I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Well, excuse <laughs> At this me. this point, it's still covered up. And Mr. I'm like, all right, well, you know, he says, let me go talk to a couple of people or whatever and get back with me, when, you know, when you're back out here and again a couple of days. So I'm like, all right. So I go up and lift up the cover on it. It is a Harley Sportster. It is a 2000, I think it's a 2002 or a 2001. I can't remember exactly. But it's in kind of rough condition because it's been sitting out there for a while. I look at the license plate on it. The license plate expired in 2006. So, you know, it's 2015 now. So it's been sitting out there for a long, long time. But still, it's a Harley Sportster. It's not in bad condition, but it's got some pitted rust here and there and stuff. And I'm like... Oh, cool. You know, I, I might possibly be getting a Harley Sportster. I am a rather large, Rubenesque, big-boned, um, big gentleman. So a Sportster is a little bit too small for me. But hey, Sportster. So the uh, time passes. I go out there again in a couple of weeks, and the maintenance guy comes down, and he brings the other guy down with him. He's like, yeah, we uh, somebody in the family apparently somewhere wants it or something like that. So... Give us 30 days, you know, and then after that, you know, if, if we if you can't figure anything out, you can just go ahead and take it. I'm like, do you have a title for it? No. Do you have keys for it? No. But the person who owned it is dead, and they no longer live in here, so we have no we have no way of getting a hold of anything. So it's been sitting there for – it's been sitting there since 2006. I'm like, okay, cool. This sounds like the beginning of a Stephen this, uh, King story. I swear story. to God, I've heard this story before. <laughs> That's the part that's freaking me yeah, out. This like is this a story, horror story. This about story sounds roll. freakishly familiar. Now, People are going to start point, dying. I will acknowledge to everybody listening to this show that you don't have to send an email saying, wow, this guy is a dumbass. I fully acknowledge by the end of this story that I was a dumbass in this. This was a learning experience for me. It does have a happy ending or as happy as possible. Time passes. I quit the job. I go back out to that area again on a job interview. And on a whim, I drive by the nursing home. The bike is still there. At this time, more than 90 days have passed. So I go up, knock on the kitchen door. Hi, remember me, bread guy. Want motorcycle. Sir, take motorcycle. Are you sure? They're like, yeah, actually, if you don't get it out of here by Friday, we're going to throw it into the dumpster. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, let, let's not be harsh now, gentlemen. So the next day, actually that day, I left there, went to that city's police department with the VIN number and said, Officer Friendly, please run this VIN number and make sure that this motorcycle is not stolen or there's nothing strange about it because this is what I am going to do. I am now talking to a police officer with the VIN number explaining the situation. You sure it was a cop and it wasn't just a dude in a van? No, this was a guy standing behind a big, thick glass wall. With a blue shirt. Yeah. (laughs) And candy. Little badges and stuff like that. Um, They were not plastic. Um... Runs the van, comes back and said, sir, this bike doesn't exist. I'm like, huh, that doesn't make any sense. He goes, no, after the bike or cars 
go out of the system, at least in Michigan, after a certain period of time. They just take them out of the system if they don't get used around like that. So he says, no, this bike has got nothing on it. You know, I'm like, well, nursing home situation, blah, 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 blah. This is what I'm going to do. Does this sound fine to you? Am I okay doing this? He says, yeah, that sounds fine. You know, uh, what you have to do is contact the police department in your city that you live in, have them come down, inspect the bike, and then you go out and run a claim for a title on it, et cetera, so on and so forth. Awesome. So there's a, there's a process in place for, for this isn't totally unheard of. No, there isn't, but I'm getting to that. So... <laughs> The next day, me and my buddy go down there, broad daylight, not wearing ninja clothes, not sneaking around in the dark, not making any kind of, you know, not, not being inconspicuous at all because we're like, hey, we're here to get the bike. We go over. It's got a lock on it. My buddy has a lock cutter, cuts it off. The people from the kitchen all come outside and take cigarette breaks. They're all waving at me. Hey, Ro, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm taking the bike. Oh, yeah, great. Awesome. Go ahead. Get it out of here. Um, there was a tree that had grown through part of it because it had been there. <laughs> I'm not even lying. So we had to cut that off and we lift the bike into the back of the pickup truck and wave bye to everybody. I say bye to everybody I know and off we go. And there's a skeletal old man in the back seat. You take good care and she take care of you. No, it's, it's, you know, so we're like, whatever. So after that, I get the bike back to the house. I go to my, my city's local police department and say, Hi. Such and such police department told me to come here and talk to you guys. This is the VIN number. I told the same story. This is what I want to do. The cop looks at me dumbfounded and says, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, well, it's X, Y, and Z. They told me this is what I have to do. No, we can't do that. Okay, then what do I have to do? I don't know. I, I have never heard of a situation like this. I'm like, okay, well. Uh, but I've got this bike from this town. That, that town like, doesn't exist. <laughs> I really don't know what to tell you because I'm like, well, the guy that owned it's dead. Bike's been sitting here for no, numerous long, long years now, you know. Um, well, I don't know because the person may not be dead and what you're telling me not, might not be true. So I can't give you any kind of advice. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And this is where it starts getting weirder. I'm like, all right. I go to what our version of the DMV is. We call it the Secretary of State up here. I go to, I'll say DMV if make it easier for all the listeners. Go to Thank DMV you. number one. Hello, DMV. Story, blah, blah, blah. Bike, then number. I would like to get a title for this bike. The woman says, no, you can't. Actually, that bike, need to be, that bike needs to be turned into the state as an abandoned vehicle. It then becomes property of the state. Then you can go to auction and you can try to bike at auction, buy the bike at auction. But what? Yeah. What? They can't. They nobody can just give you the bike, even though it's been sitting there for ten years or however long. The state gets to use it to make money. <laughs> Correct. Wow, well, that's your what she sucks. Me. I'm like that. Sounds really, really strange because you watch these shows like American Pickers. They just walk into a barn and go, "Oh, look, bike! I'm sure this bike is 75 years old and there's no title for it. I'm just going to buy it. We're going to fix it and go ride it off into the sunset." Doesn't work that way. <laughs> Not in Michigan. <laughs> so, Go to DMV number two because there's multiple ones around here. Now, the one thing I've noticed about DMVs is they hate you. They hate their job. They hate themselves. They hate everything about their lives because their husbands probably went off and divorced them for a woman half their age or whatever. So anytime you walk into a DMV, you could walk in there and be like, hi, ma'am, what color is this pencil? And she'd be like, I hope you rot in hell. If I could rip your spleen out and feed it to you, I would right now. You know, then they stare at you blankly. Anyways, so am I right, though? Thanks, please. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have the proper paperwork for that pencil. But anyhow, 
I go to DMV number two. DMV number two says, we don't know what to tell you. I, I We have no idea about this. And she goes, and this bike doesn't exist. I'm like, yeah, it's been out of the system for so long. She's like, we, I, I don't know what to tell you about this. I don't, I don't know what to do. She's like, all right, well, I think you need to fill out um, super magical form number 96B, which actually it turns out you kind of have to, but we'll get to the that. Distraction form. <laughs> Sac- um, in triplicate, blah, blah, blah. Finally, I go to one more DMV. I've talked to somebody else, and they said, just go in there, tell them what you've already told them, and if that doesn't work, then tell them it's your dad's bike and you inherited it and you lost the title or whatever. <laughs> lie. Sure. Lie. 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 Like <laughs> just lie. Okay. This is where I start to become real dumbass. So I go in and try that, and the woman goes, well, we're going to need a letter from your father. This is what gets funny. The woman says, we need a letter from your father stating that you have inherited this bike in the will. And I'm like, my father's dead. I'm like, my, because actually my dad is dead. I'm like, well, my father's dead. So he can't give me a letter stating that this belongs to me. She goes, well, you need to get a father from, you need to get a letter from your father's estate. Yeah. And I'm like, I am my father's estate. Yeah, you're looking at it, lady. I've gone yeah. through this with my parents. Really? You got, you got to produce a death certificate. You got yes. to produce all this paperwork. That, yes. Oh my God! They just it's it's it took me two years to clear my dad's stock wow. just because of this. Yeah, exactly. So um, there actually is a form that you're supposed to fill out. I can't remember what the number for it is, but I, I did not do this. But this is how it's supposed to work. Um, you're supposed to fill out a form, and then they have to take the motorcycle to a certified motorcycle repair place, have it appraised. If it's under $2,000, then you have to put what's called a purity bond down, and you have to wait so many days to see if the bike comes back as stolen or anything. If it doesn't, you get your money back, and you can go down and get a title for the bike. If the bike comes back as stolen, you lose the money, and the bike gets reported stolen, and blah, blah, blah. And you go to jail. <laughs> I didn't want to go through all that. So, um, <laughs> Wait, wait. You're like, I don't want to do it the legal way, so. so... Well, the thing is, at the time, nobody could tell me the legal way to do this. Because at this point, I've gone everywhere saying, hi. I mean, if, I, if I'm stealing this bike, I'm going about it really the wrong, wrong way. <laughs> and every time I went somewhere, I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to do this legally. I don't want to go to jail and get butt raped by Bubba. So, except when you got to the part about your dad dying. Yeah. Well, at that point, I was just like, "Sure, I'll get, what are they going to tell me?" No. <laughs> um, so, at at this point, um, I know of a local bike shop. We will call it Jim Bob Joe's uh, Chopper and Bagger Emporium. We'll just call it Jim Bob's for short. So I know about Jim Bob's. I also have another bike that I have the title to that is a 78 Kawasaki KZ650. Bike's in perfectly great condition. I got it for super cheap, but the wiring is completely shot on it. So the guy at this biker shop, um, he kind of, we interact at a place that I work at on time to time. So he knew who I was. Please tell me he dresses like a pirate. Just about, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Actually, yeah, you, you could if he had a headband on, he would be a pirate. Um, awesome. So he says, "Okay, you have this Harley. I know people. Blah blah blah." I'm like, "Yeah, I know you're a bike repair shop, and you, I, I know there's ways that you guys can get titles. I'm sure you deal with this stuff all the time because you always hear about, oh yeah, the person left his bike here and a car or whatever. We replied for a title for it and we got it. So um, it's still the the signals are not going off in my brain right now. I'm like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I hear about this kind of stuff all the time. He's like, give us the Harley." We'll fix it up. We'll make it into something else, and we'll give it away at a, a show or whatever, and we'll fix your Kawasaki for you, 
in payment for you giving us this Harley. I'm like, whatever. I'm done with it. Sure. Go ahead. So <laughs> over this bike, <laughs> this is where it starts to get weird. So I'm sitting out in front of my house starts. and this person pulls up in front of my house really slow as I'm out front. I think I was putting up Halloween decorations and rolls down the window and says, Hey, did you take two motorcycles to Jim, Bob, Joe's Harley and chopper emporium? I'm like, yeah, I did. Kind of weird. He goes like, do you know anything about that guy? And I'm like, not really. I see him from time to time. I've talked to him many times. I've been to his shop. He's got some cool bikes. Yeah, you're never going to see those bikes again. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you're never going to see those bikes again. He's That guy has been involved with various um, things where the news had to get involved to get people's bikes back and lots and lots of bad things, bad things, bad things, bad things, bad things. You should get your bike back. I'm like, all right, whatever. Time passes. Somebody else comes up to me and says, did you um, drop off a Harley and another bike over at Jim Bob's Biker Emporium? Um, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, well, I've been told bad things. Oh, yeah, bad things, bad things, bad things. Google search on the person, very bad things. Um, you, you're probably never going to see those bikes ever again. So now I'm getting nervous. So I go back down to the Biker Emporium place, and I'm like, so uh, did you do anything with that bike yet? No, not yet. Did you get a title for it yet? No, not yet. I'm like, um, well, my wife's on layoff right now because she works for the big three and they might be going on strike because contract talks and stuff. I'm like, can I just get the bikes back and we call it good? And he's like, nope, a deal's a deal and blah, 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 and things and such not and whatever. And I've got the bike in impound right now and I'm trying to get a title for it. And the bike is sitting literally five feet away from me. I'm like, it's, it's right there. It's, it's not an impound. It's, that's, that, that is the bike. No, no, I drew a chalk line around it. No, the bike's an impound right now, blah, blah. I'm like, um, I, I've got a picture of the VIN number on my phone that I took the secretary. That, that's, 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 that's the bike right there. No, no, that's not it. That one actually runs, and that one's got 900 miles on it. And uh, No, that's not it. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. Well, the one bike I didn't pay anything for and the Kawasaki I got for super duper duper cheap. So in my mind I'm going, well, if I lose both bikes, I'm only out like 100 bucks maybe or whatever. So you couldn't you couldn't get the Kawasaki back either? No, not the time I couldn't. So time passes. I go up to work one day, I'm on my bike um because I own a BMW and I'm and I look over and and Jim Bob Biker Emporium dude rides up next to me and says, "Yeah, I've got some information about that Harley." I'm like, "Okay. It's stolen." I'm like, "No." Because when I took the bike to him, I had already checked at two police stations and I paid this service that was like 20 bucks to run a VIN number check on a motorcycle and it gives you the complete vehicle history. And I gave that to the guy at the time. I said, here, this is, the, this is proof to you that I did not steal this bike. And the guy says, yeah, well, when you took the bike, it wasn't stolen. But then the owner came looking for it and it wasn't there. And now the bike is stolen. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes and I'm like, okay, this is a scam. The guy's trying to pull something to get the bike from me and the Kawasaki from me or whatever. You know, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll come down and get the bikes back from you then. No, we can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Well, let's just wait and see what happens. I'm like, are you sure? Because I'll come and get the bikes back. Well, the police might show up at my door for receiving stolen property or I'm like, well, send on me. You know, I'm not I'm not real worried about it. Because if I'm trying to steal this bike, I've been very, very stupid about it. No, no, no. Let's let's wait. Let's wait. Blah, 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 blah. So the next day, yet another person walks up to me and says, hey, uh, you dropped off two bikes at Jim Bob Boys. <laughs> I know bad things, bad things, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, you know, one of those bikes is stolen. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, blah, blah, blah. Everyone right. in the town knows about this bike. Yeah, what, what is that? <laughs> exactly. How big is this town? <laughs> exactly. They're like so, sitting around at the local diner. You hear about Rose Bike? Yeah, you're Rose, you're Rose <laughs> got a stolen bike. Stolen. So, um, I get curious. I actually run another VIN check on it. Sure enough, the bike is stolen. It is actually at the impound place this time. <laughs> who owned it. it turns out the guy who owned it did not die. Rose from his grave. <laughs> exactly. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and he was wearing like orange and black and, you know, he had a scarf on his head and, you know, his, his beard was holding his eyeball into his head. But anyways. So um, I never actually spoke to the gentleman. Fortunately, I, I would have, though. But anyways. Well, you thought he was dead, yeah. yeah. The guy came down to where the bike was impounded. He claimed it on his insurance. He got $5,000 for it. The bike was probably only worth maybe 1500 maybe 2000 tops. So he goes down the impound where the bike's at, then goes to Biker, jo- Biker Bob's Chopper Emporium or whatever, Jim Bob Joe's Embor- Biker Emporium. Um, and he says, well, how did you come into play in this? The guy explains the owner of the bike, the story that I went down there with and told him, shows him the paperwork that I pulled. Turns out that the guy's mom lived at the nursing home, and she passed away years and years ago. So the guy has just had his bike sitting at the nursing home, just sitting there. No family there, no nothing. Why would you leave your bike at a nursing home? Because his wife, the guy won the Harley. This is a true story. The guy won the Harley. And then rode it for about a year, and then because of his old lady's nagging, his wife's griping at him, he parked the bike and just never rode it again. And then his mom passed away. a nursing home? His mom passed away. He was storing the bike there, and his mom passed away. And he just never went back and got the bike. He would just drive by every once in a while to make sure the bike is still there. <laughs> See that yes. tarp? Yep. This is for real. Thank God you got me that back. I swear to God I've heard this story before. <laughs> so um, the guy, he, you know, he was like, all right, well, I got my bike back. I'm just going to call the insurance company up and see if they want the money back and see if I can get my bike back or whatever. He wasn't interested in pressing any charges. Um, and the whole thing was dropped. So, I, you know, I was, I was like, all right, whatever. And then I ended up getting my Kawasaki back. I went down there like the next day and said, all right, well, I want that back right there. That's that's my Kawasaki. That one right rewired? there. Um, I got it back. Yeah. But did it get rewired? No, no, no it wasn't no. even touched. So, <laughs> but here's the situation. Go to jail for grand theft larceny of a motorcycle or get a motorcycle back that doesn't have any wiring and is exactly the same as it was when you went in there. So, <laughs> but the moral of the story is a don't get bikes that don't have titles because it's nowhere near as easy when you read the ads in Craigslist. Missing title, but it's not a big deal to get oh, another you one. Could just go get another one from the <laughs> guy. No, because I have a very similar story which doesn't involve theft where a person bought a motorcycle off somebody else, lost the title and never transferred it, and then went back to the Secretary of State with the person who owned the original bike and said, yeah, I sold this bike to this gentleman right here several years ago. He lost the title. We need to get another title so I can actually give him the title for the bike, and he's going to register it here. Nope. And the Secretary of State went, nope, the bike's not on file anymore. You have to be able to prove that you own this motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, I own the – how can it not – You know, and the Secretary of State still would not transfer the bike. They still would not transfer it over, even though the original owner was there. <laughs> Michigan, they, they hate motorcycles. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. So it's not just a matter of you, – you, Drive you a car, goddammit. 
I don't know about other states, but in this state, you, you can get a title. You just got to fill out super amazing wonder form 109 or whatever and go through the purity check and pay a deposit and all that kind of junk. And then eventually you'll, you'll get some kind of a title for whatever it is. But so, mostly it's in this state. So if any kind of a vehicle becomes abandoned, it immediately becomes supposed to become the property of the state where it is turned around, resold at auction, and the money goes to the state. Well, so Michigan's got to make money somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you are in a family and you have a motorcycle or you have a vehicle or something and you want it to go to your next of kin, you need to make sure it's specifically put down. Um, and you need they, they need to transfer that stuff post-haste most expediently as soon as the person passes away, at least in Michigan. So... You know what you do, and I don't. This holds true at least. That don't have titles. <laughs> well, yeah, first off, <laughs> any more if it, they, if they say it's not stolen, it's it's stolen. Hmm. But the other thing you can do is um, take stolen, all your assets, all your bank accounts, vehicles, house, everything, put it into a personal trust, hmm. so that the trust owns all of this property, not you as a person. Hmm. And then you designate family as a successor trustee, and then the ownership just seamlessly moves over. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure it works just that easy, too. <laughs> it did for me. It, it, it did for me with my folks' stuff. Hmm. I didn't have to go through probate. didn't have to do anything. It was just hmm. like, okay, well, you're the next person in line to take care of this stuff. So, yay well, you. Again, this is Michigan. It, Michigan just might – like my particular – my BMW that I own, I bought it off of a guy – who hadn't ridden the motorcycle since 1986, and that their father passed away as well. But they had no problem going to the Secretary of State saying, "This was my dad's bike. He passed away. We need a title for it. We're going to sell it to this gentleman." And they were like, who "Yeah, was sure." Stoned at the DMV that day. Yeah, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. But that was also three years ago. So from yeah. what I understand, the laws have changed a lot since then. What blew me away is the fact that nobody could give me a straight answer anywhere. Yeah, every person, government. every place that I went to dealing with law enforcement in regards to this motorcycle, every single person gave me a different answer. That's that's mm-hmm. bureaucracy for it. But I mean, yeah, yeah like all the my folks' personal stuff. Totally easy. The stock thing that took me two years to transfer was the only thing that was not in the trust. Hmm. That was hmm. actually owned by him, and I had to. Oh my! I, you know, there's a level above public notary. Hmm. Really? Super notary. There's a super notary. It's called the medallion <laughs> stamp. Oh, okay. And it is pulling teeth to get someone to give you one of those. Well. It's because they're like, and then there's a level above that, which is the, super hyper dynasty stampers. <laughs> the medallion stamp delay is just like, well, I, I can't give this to you because because um, your Reasons. name is spelled kind of funny on this one thing. Like, what do you mean? It's just it's just a notary, right? No, no, no. They, if something goes bad, they'll come after me. They'll sue me for this. And I'm like. Fuck you, just sign it. <laughs> oh my god! You're just, all you're doing is witnessing me doing this. Fuck you, just sign it. He did in fact sign this. I'd be curious, um, you're a cop buddy that listens to the show, your cop biker buddy, if, if, if he hears this, if maybe he could chime in or something about this. I mean, what it came yeah, down to is him. the nursing home had no right to give me the motorcycle is what sure, it came yeah. down to. That, that, that they seemed had to a, me to be the hole in the whole thing. They, they had yeah, it apparently not kept very close track of it. <laughs> Well, the other thing is they were like, well, we've, we've talked to somebody from the family, so you've got to wait for days. And the guy who owned the motorcycle was like, what the hell are you talking about? Nobody told me anything about anything. We talked and to I, a hobo. He said it was cool. Yeah, totally cool. Just, just take it. Well, did you get a title from him? No. Well, what's his name so I can put it on the paperwork? We don't know. But we assure you we did talk to him via Ouija board. Totally uh, totally <laughs> you got the hobo seal of approval. 
just get it out of here or we're throwing it in the dumpster. <laughs> so so are you you've got the BMW? Yeah, I've got my BMW, which I that's my normal riding bike, and then I've also got the Kawasaki, which I somehow have to figure out how What's to get the thing rewired. R one hundred. Yeah, I've got an R one hundred, correct? Yeah. yeah, I got an eighty six. No, it's an eighty five actually. Eighty five are, are the very first year they made them was the eighty fives. <clears> and I love the look. Oh, just just wondering. You don't by any chance have a man bun, do you? <laughs> a, 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 a what? A man the bun? The man's almost bald. Look at the. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A man bun. I, I do have a bald spot in the back of my head, but I... I... <laughs> okay, all right. That, yeah, yeah. We could get so a clip-on man bun. For yeah, we could get Oh, that bus. man bun thing. Oh, yeah, my God. Was, no. Yeah. Okay. Ro, is, Ro is the guy who calls me almost every other week and says, listen, I found this bike. <laughs> I like, called you the instant it happened, actually. Like a, it's like you $100. First person to call. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I run across these all the time. Yeah, there's several times you're just like, oh, I found this bike. It's like 75 bucks. What do you think? <laughs> I found a Honda Dream three years ago oh, at shit. the Michigan's largest garage sale, which is a ra- garage sale that runs from one end of Michigan to the other. Somebody and there was a, a Honda Dream. Um, again, I am a dumbass, so don't even bother does writing it, any emails. Does it, does it run? Did it? It was. Did, it was. It needed work, but it, it, the guy was like, oh, he's, "I'm like, I'll buy it for fifty bucks." I'd been by early, and he says, yeah, I'll sell it to you for 50 bucks." I'm like, well, let me go look around a little bit more because I was driving a Ford Escape and trying to fit a Honda Dream into the back of a Ford Escape. Yeah, that's it's tricky. But, um, and it bugged me all day, so we went back, and I stopped back in the way. I said, all right, I'll buy it off. And he says, oh, okay, yeah. So I gave him – I loaded it. He goes, all right, go ahead and load it up in your truck. So me and the wife finagled it and fought with it, and we got it in there. It was missing a few things, um, but it was it could have been restored. Even if it wasn't restorable, it was able to be sold for parts. And I knew it wasn't going to run, so I didn't care about a title about that much. What would you do? So I walked up and I gave him the money. He says, oh, 50 bucks. And I said, yeah, that was what you told me, 50 dollars. Oh, no, I thought you were somebody else. There was a gentleman that came by here earlier and he's going to pay 75 for it. And I was so pissed off that hmm. I said, never mind. And I took the money back and I unloaded the bike out of the back of the truck. Really? For 25 yeah. bucks? I know. I'm that dumb. I, <laughs> I was that pissed off. Yeah, the principle I, I might have taken it out and just flipped him the bird, to be honest. Yeah. Principle of the thing. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, where's he? And where's his 75 bucks would have been my answer. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking see him. I'm like, well, the bike's loaded. I've got money in hand. So. But he's like, no, no, no a guy's coming down. back for 75. Well, then, so. clang. See ya. <laughs> Just uh, push it out the back. Terrific. No, I, I think I, I would have gone your way on that one. Mm. Yeah. I, I have no tolerance for bullshit. I told my co-host on my show, I'm like, yeah, I found a Honda Dream, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you dumbass. Dumb son of a bitch. I'm like, $25. He's like, I hear click, 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 click. And he sends me a link on the internet. He's like, look at that. And I'm looking at it. It's a Honda Dream in bad shape for $1,000. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> He's like, you're an idiot. I don't even ride motorcycles and I know how dumb you are. <laughs> I can totally hear him say I'm, that. I'm, like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> the Dream is a... a People will, will say lots of old motorcycles are a little piece of history. The Honda Dream is no shit a fucking piece of history. Yeah. One that is like fully yeah. assembled or even looks fully assembled yep. is, you know, clean it up and it's a fucking museum piece. On you, the spot. you think he still would have walked away from it for yeah. 25 bucks? Uh, I don't know. You're not helping me feel any better right now, so you know. <laughs> you, could have it, you could have it on like a little plaque and like people would come and admire it and they'd be like, hey, do you know the road, that guy with the dream? Oh, yeah, that thing is gorgeous. It's so neat to see one. But no, he passed it up for 25 bucks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know. But I got a Harley. <laughs> you stole a Harley. 
Stole some dude's Harley. Yeah. You went to all that trouble to hide it, and you're like, that's mine. <laughs> uh, last year, same garage sale, I found a, uh, I can't remember what year it was, but it was a CB500, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, they wanted, I think, 200 for that one. And it had compression and stuff. It probably would have ran. But the woman's like, I think we have a title. I'm not real sure. But again, we were in the Ford Escape, and that definitely would not have fit into the Ford Escape. <laughs> no, I so, know. so you know. Um, but yeah, I come across like my 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 uh, Kawasaki KZ that I have. I got that for a hundred dollars. So, and it's in excellent condition. I'm it's just kidding. that on that I particular bike, their wearing harnesses were known for rust for rotting out. Every so. couple of weeks, it's like, dude, I found this. I feel I feel a kindred spirit here. <laughs> Can't pass up a rat bag bike for about a hundred dollars. What do you think? That's like the magic deflection point. You're like, I got this shitty bike. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah, okay. He's gonna be like, yeah. uh, uh, what's like the guy Zach. In... Was it Zach with the the with the, the Honda box in the of back parts? of his yeah. in the box yeah. of parts in the back of his truck? Yeah, that's yeah, a future I, man. I, that's a spirit animal. Fortunately, I do not have a garage because if I did, I would be that guy. I would have all these bikes that are just in various pieces, you know, of states of whatever, you know. Um, um, but I did. But for, for an all serious now, when I when I found out that the bike was actually did belong to somebody, I was both incredibly angry at the nursing home for doing that, for putting me in that situation. I felt bad because I was an idiot to where. I really shouldn't – a red flag should have went off and I should have said, is this okay? But it just didn't occur to me because I know lots of people that have owned auto repair places and they've gotten titles for the very same reason. People have abandoned their vehicles there and they've gotten them. And because so, shitbag bikes fall into your lap every other week. <laughs> that's the other thing. And then when I found out that it actually was a guy's bike, I felt really bad because I don't I don't want to steal – you know, I, I, you don't want to steal someone's bike. You know, you just yeah, don't want to do that. Money out of it. Yeah, to to a small extent, though, a little voice in the back of my head was like, "Dude, the guy's mom died years ago, and he left it at the nursing home. His his mom wasn't even living there anymore." That's a, <laughs> that's a little weird. Well, the guy he wasn't really pissed about it. He was kind of like, "Yeah, you know, it I happens." Mean, you know, if my wife's if if I got in a situation where you know I gotta get rid of the bike because the the wife is nagging, I think I'd sell it, not mm-hmm. hide it at a nursing home. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, or so, at least you know, go write it when she's not looking. Something I, I don't know because <laughs> you had the bike for a couple months before oh, they yeah. noticed it. Yeah, yeah so I mean, yeah, and it wasn't even like I didn't even like it wasn't as soon as they said, yeah, you can have the bike. I didn't come back that day. I waited a long time. Yeah, and then even after they said, Wait, give us thirty days, I waited like over ninety. You know, it was it was a good amount of time before I went back. Yeah, but they didn't do shit. Yeah, they days. just. So this guy's just yeah. driving by every now and then looking at it. Oh. Yeah, just seeing if it's still there. But still, I mean, <laughs> you win a Harley Sportster, a brand, you win one, and you don't ride it or do anything with it, you know? You know sell it? I don't know, whatever. I don't know. But, so, you know. Well, Ro, thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, Taking telling us your story of theft and larceny. And, <laughs> yes. and I'm a changed man. <laughs> I'll tell you, not, not going to prison hardens we're glad, you've, we're glad you've cleaned up your act. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> now I only steal bikes with titles. <laughs> Unless it's a Honda Dream. <laughs> that was definitely thematically shady. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, useful, useful tricks. And yeah, I think we should. Let's hit up Harker and see what the deal is in Utah. All right. That sounds good. So I, I got a problem. I, I have a new problem. Just the one. Yeah, this is. A, I have a problem with the Polaris long shit. <laughs> uh, where did I? Which one specifically? 
<laughs> Not which slingshot. I mean, like, what? It, which problem with it? Because I can think of a few. <clears throat> so, eh, we we know everyone knows about the Polaris slingshot. Everyone's seen pictures. Yeah. West Valley or West Valley dealer or mm-hmm. whoever Plaza Cycle. Mm-hmm. They sell them. Yeah, okay. whatever. Someone in Utah bought one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they live up in Park City. Yeah, I know this because uh, a couple days ago, my ex started texting me pictures of it. Okay. Yeah, I was just like... Wait, you're supposed to text me things about the kid and nothing else. (laughs) Why are you talking to me? (laughs) No hugs and kisses, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Why? 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 We are not conversational. We're not buds. We're not buds. Let's be clear. (laughs) We're not conversational. What is this about? And she's like, she explained. She's like... Sophie wanted me to send you these. She loves this thing. Oh my god! And I was just like, oh, "You're that's bullshit." I know you don't like my. I mom. take it back. It's not going to be a Honda Civic, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was full of shit. I thought because yeah, because whatever. It's my ex. Whatever. I get Sophie a couple days later, and I was like, "Hey, what's up with this?" You saw a Polaris slingshot. And she was just like, oh, my God, Dad, that thing was so cool. Uh, that was really cool. It's so, I really like it. Oh. I'm like, did you see them drive it? No, it was just sitting in the parking lot where we were shopping. It's really cool. Uh, you should get one. Uh, I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> get what? Like, buy it? Get what? <laughs> For money? <laughs> that? This, I'm like, that's, that's, that's not a, that's not a thing. We have a Ural, honey. It's, yeah, exactly. it's that, but like, not lame and cool <laughs> instead. That's what we have now. Yeah, we got it. I got the Ural. She's like, yeah, but that is really cool. I really like it. There's some weird kid thing going on where if like they've had something their whole life and they don't appreciate it. She I'm, was very, very insistent. She liked that sling, that huh. the slingshot. That, oh yeah. And so, so I'm talking to her, and I'm talking to her, I'm talking to her, and I'm like trying to explain and negotiate. Mm-hmm. And finally, she settled on a compromise. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. yeah. She's like, okay, we could still do the sidecar bike. Okay, but yeah. I want a different sidecar. Ooh. Fancy rig time. And I was like, oh, well, like a like a like a rocket with a with a Hannigan, like a no, uh, like a BMW with this, a nice Ural type sidecar. This car? is this is a seven year old little girl. Her 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 standards are different. It's not it's not pink, is it? It's not pink. It's remember that you've seen that rig with the the the, the sidecars of Volkswagen bus. The bus on the Vespa? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. She really liked that. Well, uh, you won't get any speeding tickets. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care what the, the bike is. Oh, but she, she wants just, to sit in a Volkswagen she bus. She wants to sit in the bus. She calls it the mm-hmm. bus car. I see. She wants to sit in the bus car. sit in the bus. You know, you could. You could. And you're going to hate me for suggesting this because it's going to seem quite feasible to you. You could very easily buy a frame from Claude or Dauntless or whoever, mm-hmm. and you could build out of wood a bus sidecar to put upon it. Yeah. You have the skills. I could. And, you know, the actual shape of a bus is not very complex. No, it would be you know? pretty easy. Yeah. 
And then to make windows and fake doors and stuff, all you need is a router and some patience. Yeah. 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 And, you know, looking at the, the pictures of the Volkswagen bus thing, those aren't even real windows. They're just yeah, no. painted. Yeah, they don't yeah, have to so be. They're just window-shaped places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could do it. That would be pretty, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just imagining if Claude hears this, he just he just hears money. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like his his little pupils turned like dollar sign shapes. <laughs> you want you want a, a bus on a on a motorcycle a bus? Huh? Yeah, bus. Uh-huh. All right, well, we could do. Do you want it to be able to float too? It could <laughs> it could float. We could make it float. We make it float. <laughs> we can make it submerge. He'll just he's like I got an idea. Let me let me let me talk to your daughter. <laughs> that that I will note is probably the worst possible thing you could do under the circumstances. Fifty thousand dollars later, <laughs> you'd be asking me for fifty. <laughs> I'll be like, that's really cool, but why does it have to be a submersible? <laughs> why? Why is my bank calling me? <laughs> that's I mean, weird. Does it does it need to be a snowmobile too? <laughs> It launches off the the rack and just does so many things on its own. <laughs> Two of them are just cackling maniacally together. <laughs> yeah, I think I think your daughter and Claude probably shouldn't talk. <laughs> uh, I know, you know she's seen pictures. She's done it before. She's seen pictures of other fancy sidecar mm-hmm. rigs, like yep. the the Spitfire rig. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I want that. I want to ride in mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That I want to ride in that." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just like, "Oh my god, what about what about the Ural?" We've got the Ural. It's a nice bike. Why? What's wrong with it? Why are you making that face? You're what, screwed. What's, You're what's, so deeply screwed, it hurts. <laughs> On the bright side, in a couple of years, I'll be in the market for a sidecar rig, and maybe I'll buy the Ural. <laughs> Probably not. But <laughs> I, you know, I, I it just, uh, but a slingshot? Really? That is pretty. You know, you know, there is a rental place in town, Eagle Rider. They're renting slingshots. <laughs> they are. Yes, yeah, so we could go rent a slingshot and ride it around. We should just to try, try just it to out. see what it's like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should do that. <laughs> do you guys want this back with or without scrapes on it? <laughs> Have you heard our show before? Bob in the back has. Let me go ask him. Hey, should we rent to the? <laughs> <laughs> no, did they? Oh shit. <laughs> That's not the wheel nerds renting a bike, is it? <laughs> That's when the narrator comes on. About this time, the wheel nerds die. Show old boss hog just what a slingshot could do. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad they didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, the, the funny thing though is, I, I was looking at that and and I, I just—they're renting bikes. On the west side, and and yeah, you right, yeah. I would like you to guess for me what are the two cheapest bikes you can rent from them. And they rent Beamers, Harleys, Triumphs, by and large, and the Slingshot, of course. Uh-huh. What do you think the two cheapest bikes that they rent are? Do they have KLRs? No, no. It's just it's Harleys, Beamers, and uh, a Sportster. Yeah, Sportster's one of them, and Triumphs is the other one. Uh, the the uh, Bonnie Bonneville? Nope. But you're close. Scrambler? Nope. Thruxton? The Thruxton. Really? Yep. <laughs> the Thruxton and the Sportster are the bottom of the rental barrel. I could see that. The Thruxton's a pig. Uh, it's, it's a hog. At the bottom of the barrel lives the Thruxton, which yeah. just made me giggle. Yeah, I could see that. It's it's such a 
sedate bike. <laughs> it's just kind of there. What's it do? We just go, we use. Like, yeah, I just found that funny after a conversation last week. Of course, you having owned one and thought, meh. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly everyone else thinks, meh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 20 bucks less a day. Apparently, <laughs> even Triumph thinks it's meh because they're putting a whole new fucking motor in the thing. We need to uh, unmet this thing. <laughs> Can we? Do something about the Could man. you guys give us 20 grand for can, it? Can, <laughs> no. Can we take the M? Please. We don't, R. we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what it's going to be. We don't. Yeah, we do. It's said right on there, 18 that, grand. That was just, that, that could have been, that, they could have put that number out of their ass. Mm-hmm. It was in pounds. And mm-hmm. who knows what they'll price it mm-hmm. for in the American mm-hmm. market. Mm-hmm. We should go to Triumph and ask them mm-hmm. how much it's going to be. I think you've you've got a plan there. <laughs> so yeah, let's go rent a, a slingshot. I wonder if ooh, oh, that could be dangerous. What? I was like, well, it's this is easy. We'll rent a slingshot, and I'll give Sophie a ride in it. That is probably a poor choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, that could backfire. That could backfire horrifyingly. <laughs> that could be like, let's ride it over to the dealership now, Dad. <laughs> And you're going to be like, what the hell am I going to do with this slingshot and a Ural? I ride around the slingshot, and everybody would be like, what a dork. <laughs> and then you ride around the Ural, you'd be like, everybody would be like, that thing's really cool. What a dork. You're, you're a dork, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not saying, it, it really doesn't affect me. <laughs> you will still be a dork. Yeah. So speaking of Triumph, in addition to the big the big thrust in there, making their... their the exploder oh, the ex- is is yeah, exploding. So they're big news out of so the the European motor show ECMA whatever is going on. Yeah, and uh, more exploders. Yeah, more exploders. The the Triumph Explorer. So I re- I remember they did it to the Tiger. Mm-hmm. Did they already do this to the Explorer where there was two models and on road and off road? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, no, actually, no. The Explorer was just the one. I think there was like the adventure version where you got like. Crappy metal yeah. cans. The yeah. Tiger, they had done this already where they did yeah. like the sea, the road version and then the adventure version, yep. off road version. Yeah. They're doing that to the Explorer. Yeah. It wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> how many, if you were a guy, marketing guy, Triumph guy, how many model variations of the Exploder do you think the market has, could, could have, could need? Well, you need a road one. You need a road one. That's one. You need an off-road one. Okay, that's two. You get, like, the super, like, all the piles of shit adventure edition. Three? Like, this, you know, the, the same way BMW does with, like, the extra cans. Yeah, so that's... Three. Oh, and you need the, the, the other popular black edition. Four? Which is just the others with the paint job. With the paint. Four, yeah. Four, yeah. Paint. That's four. Four. Yeah. Four. Four is a good round number. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know, anything else would be just like one of those with like different shit stuck on it, right? Yeah. So yeah, try and point for six. Is it? Yeah. How? How do they get six? So there's the 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 road and off road version, the uh-huh. XR, the XC. Okay. And then there's the fancier XR, uh, the XRX, and the XRC. Okay. And then there's the super fancy top-of-the-line version of these. So they're like cars where they have like the trim levels? Yeah. They're, they're like bowls. This one has leather seats. They're like bowls of porridge now. It's, yeah. Triumph is giving you adventure porridge. Wow. Uh, um, so you can, yeah. So you still got to decide if you're road-oriented or mm-hmm. you, you, yeah. you fancy yourself adventure yeah. And then you get to decide how much of your credit card you're leaving behind how much the app <laughs> you want stuck to this yeah. thing. How much, yeah. Yeah, and I'll be honest, the the the, uh, the roadier version with cast wheels and stuff, 
that, that has a certain interest to me. You know? Sure. I mean, probably be a good motive for two. I've never ridden one. I'm sure it's a hog. Yeah. But, you know, sounds yeah. cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not a big spoke wheel fan. I'm not going to lie to you. Really? Okay. No. no. Pain in the ass. Okay. Yeah. Colossal pain in the ass. How many times have you fucking adjusted the spokes on your girl's wheels? I oh, have. you have the less adjusty newer ones. Yeah. The older Euro wheels, it was like every two weeks. Okay. One yeah. of the wheels was square. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, I haven't had to deal with them too much. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, six versions. I, and no black edition. No black edition. The black edition's coming soon. Here's the thing. Think about, about how big our Triumph dealer is. Yeah. How many explorers do you oh my think God, they're going right. to stock? How are they going to get six? Like, they can't eat, If they put one of each in, because they probably have one of each GS. And, like, some of the others. If they put all the exploders in, they're going to have to, like, move stuff elsewhere. I don't even think they have six exploders now. No, they don't have six exploders. <laughs> they have, like, one. Maybe yeah, two. there might be one. <laughs> and the, yeah. the dealer in San Diego, the, the big mm-hmm. one, the, yeah. the big... Their, their Triumph section mm-hmm. is about the size of our Triumph dealership. I'm betting, I'm betting what you're going to see is that the dealers will stock, like, one of the Mega Fancies. And like one of each of the road and regular at the low end. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm calling for. I don't depends know. on what their it's... margin is too. If their margin's better on the higher ones, that's all they'll end up stocking. Yeah, I guess it, yeah. And then you'll just have to order. Oh, we got order it for order you. It, I no yeah. discount whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want the black edition? Starbucks black edition. XCRC Black Edition Starbucks. You know, you're going to make fun of me for this, but my, the first question I have when you say that, mm-hmm. is it is it flat black or is it gloss? Flat. That's a thing now. It is a thing. Kids love that. I, 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 yeah, I, mm. I kind of do. The all-flat black edition. Okay, but the new Ural. Oh. The trying are, are a little we too talk hard. About that? The trying a little too hard Ural <sighs> air quotes special edition. Okay, the, the Ural jumped the shark with the special editions a couple years ago. The Yamal was the last cool special edition. Yes, straight up. Since then, they've just been. I don't know. And the Yamal really was amazing. The Yamal was, you know, the, the Yamal or the Red October was far and away the coolest freaking thing they never come out with. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so the, the new Ural special edition. Did we talk about this last week? No, we didn't. No, we did. So it's they, black. It's black. And <laughs> someone didn't want to play cross licensing for it. <laughs> yes. So it's vaguely dark sidey. It's dark side, dark force, dark dark force from a from a certainly not from a, a licensed property. property of any. It's from mm-hmm. a star system, mm-hmm. a long distance from here, from here, in a time period set considerably Pre- before previous now. to this. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, mm. and it, also the bike is black, and it has a laser sword. You know, I had a black Ural, and clearly I should have sold it for more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, it was kind of funny with the Yamal that came with the paddle. Yeah, that, that was, was a neat. That was a neat gimmick. That was funny. Yeah, because it was well, it, it was a neat gimmick because the rest of the bike was a fucking awesome bike. So put th- together. this thing comes with a, a lightsaber handle. Oh, okay. lightsaber attached. Yeah. Wonderful. And there's not even a light up one. There's the blue one that came with the blanket. Yeah. It's like gaucho. Uh, gaucho. Yeah. 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 So this this has a, a well not a lightsaber, I'm sorry. No, it's a, a, a laser, laser sword. sword. Laser sword handle mm-hmm. attached to the side car. Yes, well you need one of those. And the rest of it is uh, a Ural that is black. That is black. 
Mm-hmm. Not even flat black. I think it's glossy. Yeah, I think it is glossy. Yeah. yeah so they just, uh, you know, there are people in Russia who are just laughing at us really, 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 really hard. hard. They're like, do you think they'll buy these? They're really pushing the idea that we're only making 25 of these. That was all the, the black motors they which, had left. Which is maybe five less than our standard production run. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. You're is selling tens of bikes these days. <laughs> There's tens of fives. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny. Every time I see a black euro around town, I'm like, is that mine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. So the the Dark Force Edition, Dark mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I they're know. they're they're not trying that hard. No. No. Why? No. And and, and it's just the way they're doing it. It just. Scream half-assed, half-assed Taiwanese knockoff. You know, uh-huh. it's yeah. the Luke Skywalker figure you buy at the Seven Eleven, and he's uh-huh. purple. <laughs> That's what you're doing. So, so meanwhile, meanwhile, in another world of half-assed, Suzuki, in a move of incredible half-assedness, has realized that a bike that they did, which was wonderful, needed to come back. Uh, the B King. <laughs> Yes, B-King is back. <laughs> Revenge of the B-King. B-Kinger. No, no, the SV650. The SV650 is back. is back. I mean, technically it was back. never gone. It was the Gladius. Uh-huh. Which, you know, people are always like, like, the Gladius sucked. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with the Gladius. It looked a little strange. Yeah. And, you know, but the, whatever. But, yeah, the, uh, the SV650 is coming back. Yeah. Uh, 645cc yeah. yeah I mean it looks you know shockingly like the old one and the thing about the old one was it was uh, pretty damn good yeah so all they really had to do was like start the production line back up <laughs> yeah yeah well it's got the trellis frame that the Gladius had uh-huh. it's back to the straight like buckety sort of headlight that the SV had that you made know, it this, this largely trellis, invisible this trellis frame look is like really popular now it's cheap it's cheap and, and it's just extruded aluminum frames are incredibly expensive to make nowadays. I mean, it's aluminum is expensive. Cheap aside, it's it's become its own thing as far as the, like a fashion. Well, it's you got to look Ducati. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind what the SV looked like before. It looked like a vaguely futuristic thing that would you know eat a monster for lunch, uh-huh, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, you know, an equivalently sized monster, it would just devour. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was better in every conceivable way. You know, from from reliability on up, but. It had, you know, that aluminum frame that looked all Japanese and everything. And people were like, ew, it looks like a piece of crap. It's all, oh, it, it, it doesn't have the trellis frame. Ew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's that's kind of like a lot of people kind of dig that look. Well, yeah, yes, it, it, it became cult status. And now it's just like it's like the, the go-to road sport bike. Yeah. I'm not sure what sport bike I want. Eh, I get an SV650. I'll be happy with it. Speaking of, uh, of kind of monstery looking bikes. Monster. Yamaha's things. got a, a new R1. A naked uh, R1. Ew. They're calling it the MT10, um, uh-huh. which is basically what they've been calling the, the, the FZ bikes outside of the States. Oh, okay. So right. they're like, the FZ09 is the yep. MT09. Now, I have, to, I have to note that this bike and this engine is one that just really, really... It, you know what it reminds me of is the Viffer engine. It's a great engine that really, really needs to be covered the hell up. <laughs> Whoa, man. Now, Todd, 
You're not looking at the engine when you're sitting on it behind the handlebars. That is true. <laughs> and maybe it's great from there, except for the fact that it has no windshield. <laughs> And there's this, that. And, and 100 and something horsepower. Yeah, so this is the uh, YZFR1-derived 1,000cc bike. For my money, you just can't beat the experience of riding a 170-horsepower bike with no fucking windshield <laughs> to hide behind of any kind. It does look pretty tough, though. I'll give it that. It looks tough. This it will, looks... this will, this will, you know, in a way that the, uh, you know, the previous bike would not have gotten chicks. And this doesn't have... a dorky looking exhaust and that that could be because this isn't a u.s bike uh-huh. but actually it's a yeah i don't know they, they seem to have made the exhaust small i don't know if that's just a u.s thing that because of our i have no regulation idea that we have i don't know the a, mailboxes yeah there's a law somewhere that says our exhaust has must to look be big mailboxes yeah. <laughs> but i like the way this bike looks this bike looks tough yeah it's got the tough look it reminds me a little bit bmw made one that was a kind of the like the tough the tough naked bike uh-huh. with the, of course it was BMW so it had the build a cat headlights. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, this, this this one looks like it's going to transform into a robot and kill people for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just that whole point with the oil cooler in the front is not doing anything for me. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of it, it looks busy and strange. It does look yeah yeah, but you know as you say you don't see that don't from see the seat. That. I, someone I know says that an awful mm. lot about his bike. Yep, yeah, that's well, true of my bike too. We need two. You're who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know anyone else that says that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got confused. Holy shit, really? What? It's got cruise control. Of course it's got cruise control. It's got cruise control, traction control. Dude, look at the bike, okay? Naked, big, tough guy sport bike. Who's your target market? Me? Yeah, middle-aged douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> I said me! Yeah, you're repeating yourself now. But... <laughs> But you know what you need to put on these? Just just like the Monster 1200, you have to have all the, hey, middle-aged douchebag, don't fucking kill yourself with a 165-horsepower bike. Yeah. So you need all the little things Traction that say, control. act your age. Yeah, yeah. Act your age. Cruise control. Act your age. ABS. Act your age. Well, yeah, but, you know, cruise control, it's, that act your age. surprises me a little. Well, you know, when your lower back hurts and you got to get up and stretch it out so you can, you know, oh, I hate get it. So just, oh, much. you're a damn kid. Oh, get off my lawn. God, I oh, man, so old man. I can't wait till you oh, turn 40. I'm just going to point and laugh. I know. If we're still doing wheelers by then, it'll be you're gonna impressive. Just, you can turn 40, you're going to turn like a puddle of jelly mm-hmm. <laughs> that flails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys. You guys. Yeah. BMW is coming with a scrambler. They're, a scrambler? Yeah, they're bringing That's this. apparently the thing now. They're like, we got to make some scramblers, guys. And Ducati's doing it. Triumph's oh, doing it's it. the R9T scrambler. It probably weighs 500 freaking pounds. The thing that's in- interesting to me is the first point here saying it's going to be more affordable than a stock R9T. I don't buy that for a fucking instant. No official word, but they expect it at around 8,500 pounds, which I guess would be around 10 grand. Oh, okay. It's the first in a range of affordable new R9T models, so maybe. Well, I'm, I'm sure part of it is they're like, they've got this R9T, and they're like, this is the platform you can customize, and the people who are customizing stuff would be like, I'm not fucking paying for that to customize. Are you nuts? Are your mind? It looks kind of cool. Yeah. Well, the, the guy riding it doesn't have a beard, though. I don't think I believe it. He's European. I don't believe in it. He's got a beard. It's just tiny. No, he needs more beard. Not enough beard. He's European. He's unbearded. Look, there's a beard. Yeah, no. He's beard. He's more no bearded way. than you. No. He's more no. bearded than you. He's got a mustache. 
and a beard. It's gray. Look at it. He's a hipster. It's, it is it's a BMW. Gray. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. It's a Beamer. Yeah, look okay. at this, yeah. this jacket. Mm-hmm. Brown leather. Beamer. Yep. Yep. No yeah. padding of any kind. Yeah. yeah. This is solid. Yeah. That's him. You'll be cool in this. And open you, face. You, you, yeah, look at me go. Got my yeah. open face helmet and my bubble goggles. Yeah. Because that's a really comfortable way to ride. Yeah. 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 And it's got a single headlight. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean... Good, good on everyone. The Scrambler's the new thing, it's I guess. It's the new thing. That's new Honda. Who saw that one coming? So Honda will come out with one in another five <laughs> That'll years. be it. That'll be it. They'll be like, here's, here's our Scrambler with the automatic transmission. <laughs> you know, you know, somewhere somebody at Triumph is going, what? <laughs> what? hell is going on? <laughs> we can't, we can't sell three of these. <laughs> what the crap? <laughs> Yeah. Well, everyone's putting bigger motors in their scrambler than the fucking Triumph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing I just I just think about, you know, it's like the guy in the in the in the, with the scrambler in the dirt with the the BMW motor, and I'm like, oh man, it's a good thing they know how to make that motor tough for falling over from the GS. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna land on your heads. It's yeah. gonna happen a lot. Oh, the other end. Going back to Yamaha, mm-hmm. the other end of the spectrum of their MT. Spectrum, mm-hmm. yeah. This is 300cc bike, oh, the MT-03. Neat. A naked 300, so competing with the Hondas and Kawasaki's of the type, mm-hmm. the the shrunken Claire's bike. Yeah. Uh-huh. So possibly this would be the, the FZ-03 mm. if, if we would w- would get one, if we yeah. were to get one. If we got such a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I I like seeing new options at that end. Oh yeah, no that 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 end seems to be taking off in a good way, which is uh, you know yeah, pretty pretty promising. Uh, we did mention before that uh, Benelli mm-hmm. is kind of making that's trying to make a, a comeback. Yeah, they've yeah. got uh, a new bike motor out that they're putting in a couple different platforms. Yeah, yep. Um, I will reserve judgment of thus far because it's not the Benelli that I know and love. It's a different Benelli. It is a different Benelli. It could possibly be Benelli in name only. Mm-hmm. Um, at least we know it's not Hero. Yeah, fuck those guys. Because fuck those guys. Yeah, just right after we did our last week's show about mm-hmm. you know, or a couple weeks ago now. Yeah, we, we, it was just right after that show about oh here's what's going on with PBR. Mm-hmm. This article comes out. Oh yes, about the 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 hero continuing to make it difficult. Uh, it, from all intents and purposes, it, it looks like hero. It looks like the deal that hero mm-hmm. did for their stuff screwed up the original deal. So EBR is going back to auction. Oh well, lovely. Yeah, and um, a couple a couple weird things. Um, the guy who who was trying to buy. Mm-hmm. Who bought EBR at the first auction? His yeah. financing fell through because the assets kept changing. Right. Yeah. Because because Hero, Hero kept, kept saying, "Oh, this is ours. Whoop, this, is whoop, a, this is mine." Yeah. And like whole like warehouses of stuff disappeared. Apparently. <laughs> God. Yeah. So he's like, you know, it's going to go back to the auction. I'm still going to bid on it. It's mm-hmm. going to be worth considerably less now. Mm-hmm. Or will be worth less now, which could be bad because that could be more mean more people are going to bid on it. Yeah. Um, he meant, one of the points he mentioned is that the only other bidders who were interested um, were liquidators. E. Yeah. 
So if everything's considerably less, that could there could be more blood no, in the water. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other really interesting thing that uh, he said is that he's paying people. Hmm. He's paying EBR people. Well, yeah, I mean, he wants to keep them around because if he's going to start it up, they're the people he needs. Yeah. He needs them not to move out of town. Yeah. So that's uh, that sounds like a pretty serious sign that the dude's... Well, I got the impression... I get, I get the distinct impression this dude is like you. He's got the Ulysses that, like, mostly runs. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I love this bike. I love it so much. So very, very much. He's, he's me with money. I must have or more. me with, like, ability to put together financing. I want to... I want to... I wish I could buy Buell. Oh, wait. I can. I can buy Buell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honey, I'm going to buy Buell. Whatever. Yeah, I have a thing with that. Yeah, whatever. We need a minivan. I'm pretty sure he's already got one. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine him sitting down with Eric. He's like, so I'm really interested in this deal. We're going to help EBR. He's just like, Ulysses 2. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Call it the AX. Call Ulysses 2. <laughs> Ulysses. Day 1. <laughs> Here's my whiteboard of ideas, Eric. And it's just nothing but pictures of Ulysses with little hearts and XOXO drawn on it. Yep. <laughs> I hope you're taking notes, Eric. <laughs> you are paying attention, aren't you? <laughs> Eric, like, I gotta, I gotta go. Why is the door locked? You'll find... There's no way out. <laughs> There's a code on the door, and the code is the name of the new bike you're making. <laughs> right, he, he would just type in, I love Eric. Ka-chink. Ha, Christmas! How did you get it? <laughs> Guards, seize him! <laughs> Turns out this guy's actually a supervillain. <laughs> He's not going to use Buell for good. He's going to use Buell for evil. But do I get to buy a new Ulysses? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Only eviler. <laughs> I'm not seeing the downside. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Strom will die sooner or later. I need something else. Right. <laughs> and I can't afford the, the Exploder, you know, XCXZZRFHGZBBQLOLWTF. Oh, my God. Triumph is going Harley on this. Well, well, let's Why? consider target markets for a moment. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But who, who would you say Harley's marketing primarily to these days? Pirates, pirates, old pirates, old pirates, and old, 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 old pirates. Who else? Oh, hipsters. Are they? You think Harley? Jesus Christ! Are you kidding me? They have like a fucking division to market to hipsters. Hipsters don't have and a Harley money. marketing division is like all the people. They have no. No, we're talking no about Trustafarian hipsters. Trustafarian. <laughs> Who do you think makes up the hipsters that actually buy and make these bikes? Okay. Uh, um, okay. And make their little Instagram shit. How do you think they paid for that? Um, anyways, who is Triumph primarily marketing to? Adventure dudes. Who are hipsters? No, hipsters are buying. Triumphs, old stuff, right, the classics, yeah. and the and the, the and the you know middle aged enough people are buying the other triumphs. There are two very distinct markets in motorcycles right now, and Triumph and Harley are both tackling them. You know, Explorer is not doing it for me. No, no. I kind of like the idea. I like the I like the concept of the engine. I'm going to need to ride it. You know, I think if I was going to go for one of the adventure boats, it would be a Super Ten. Hmm. 
And see, I just didn't find the Super 10 that exciting. It felt like a slightly more powerful Strom for the most part to me. Yeah. I, I don't think you... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm thinking right now if I changed it, it would be probably the FJ09. Oh, I mean, yeah. But I'd want to ride the Exploder just to see what it was like. Yeah, I've ridden the Exploder. Yeah. I wasn't... Didn't do anything? Is it like the Tiger where it's just kind of like, okay, I'm going. Yeah. Okay, I'm I, snowing. I've... It's been a couple of years since I wrote it, but... I remember it being very, very comparable with the, the Super 10. For me, it was yeah. like splitting hairs. Hmm, okay. It came down to like, because I was really looking at buying one sure, of the yeah, adventure yeah. boats. It, to me, it was just like, how do I feel in the cockpit? Sure, yeah. And, other, and you know. Well, actually, the other one I might. There's still a little part of me in the back of my head that's like, you should go get a Gucci. <laughs> this bike was made for you. <laughs> if I'm buying a bike next month, I'm thinking it's going to be something in the FZ09 category. Mm. You know, the, the, an FZ10 seems pretty cool. Mm. Um, an SV650 sounds kind of cool. A, a naked sport bike. That's a yeah. speed triple. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Triumph is coming out with a bunch of new speed triples. Speed triple XZRZD. Uh, what the hell else do you put on a speed triple? The thing is a fucking engine and well, wheels. <laughs> I didn't read. I didn't read on it. There's 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 the speed triple S and the speed triple R. The S might be standard. I don't know. Does that mean there's an automatic? Uh, I mean like like base model speed triple. Oh, and then there's yeah. the R. Okay. This one's insanely fast. Is the other one fast? It's insanely fast. So it's not any faster. It's insanely faster. Not so you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> It hits a point where you're going so fast that you can't tell you're going faster because time is actually altered. Well, it's, you know, it's like they're doing with what was the bike we were looking at last week, where it's like you get the base model, which is super cool, or you get this model, which is more but has name brand parts from other manufacturers. Yeah, yeah. So that's that is that is Triumph's thing with the R's typically. Yeah. So you know, yeah. okay, you know, something like a, the Speed, the Street, the, the FZs. That, that's sort of what's really kind of rocking my boat. Yeah, if I were, if I were to go buy a bike, gotcha. Yeah, and it, every time I it's weird. Every time I joke about it with my girlfriend, she's just like, "Whatever." Yeah, okay, cool. Go ahead. <laughs> and then you're like, "Well, I have the Ulysses, and it works really well." Yeah, and the Ural, which also works really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just like I'm I'm used to like at least getting some op- opposition to that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> now she's just like, "Well, the fun's gone." You got space in the garage for it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned this week, Chuck? <sighs> I've learned I am not buying a Polaris slong shit. Mm. I've learned that Chuck's going to end up in a side-by-side instead. <laughs> and that's what we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. <laughs> Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. <laughs> If we ever do test rides side by side, we have to make that noise the whole time. Oh, yeah.